Welcome back to the 859 Insider Podcast. I'm Noah Ziegler, joined by my two good friends, Adam Conradi and Dylan Miller. And tonight, we are talking about baseball. It's postseason time in the 859 in the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Um, again, postseason for baseball. Softball is coming up as well. I believe lacrosse um, is also right there. So, uh, But we're going to be highlighting um, baseball today, going through the districts, um, giving giving our thoughts so I guess just to kind of jump right in, um, we'll, we'll start with the 32, 32nd district and work our way up. Um, in this district, you got Walton Verona versus Williamstown and then Simon Kenton versus Grant County. Uh, I think the expectation is that Walton Verona and Simon Kenton are going to meet in the district finals. Um, stop me, guys, if you, if you think otherwise. But um, if it's safe to assume that, I guess, what, what do you guys think about that? Matchup, uh, Walton Verona. I almost called him West Virginia because I keep thinking of them as Dub or W Dub V. But uh, last time they met, they actually tied, and uh, not to toot my own horn or to our own horn or anything, but we had them tied in our rankings, and then that night they tied. So we might know a thing or two about sports, unlike some comments. But um, guys, what do you think about that matchup? Obviously, again, it's going to be a close one, and especially for district uh, bragging rights. What do you guys think about it? Oh, yeah, I think it should be a very, very interesting one. As you mentioned, uh, they tied just last week. So it's kind of up in the air earlier this season at Simon Kenton. uh, Walton Verona beat SK 12 to 7. So Walton Verona won one of the matchups, tied the other one. And neither of the team will have home, home field advantage going into the 32nd District Tournament. Grant County is hosting it. So they're both playing Williamstown versus Walton Verona in the first round and Grant County versus Simon Kenton. So I assume both of them are going to leave their aces for the second day. So that means Nick Allen will be throwing for Walton Verona. And I'm not entirely sure who's going to be throwing for Simon Kenton, but it's a district championship on the line. Whenever there's a trophy on the line, you get your best performance. And that's what I expect here. If I had to take somebody right now, I would, probably go with Walton Verona just I think they're the more complete team they're more experienced they've won back-to-back all a regional titles they've been here before and I I don't know I just think Walton Verona has a slight edge here what do you guys think I'm actually going to disagree with you Adam here I actually think SK will take the edge in this game as uh, they tied in their last matchup that they played and then Walton came away with the victory in the first game I think SK will barely beat them. Now, SK has said in our comment section, actually, how they deserve to be up there. So where credit is due, I think they will get the W in that matchup. Fair yeah, point. That, yeah. <laughs> that was that was a very funny uh, situation listening to or watching the SK and Cooper kids kind of battle it out. And they play they played soon and they, they I think it was a close game. So it's just kind of I, I don't know. It's always it's always fun to see those kind of debates um, sparking. You know, always always fun to see uh, people put on pride. But uh, next next district, yeah. Oh my gosh, next district, the thirty third district. Uh, as we all know, it's Connor versus Boone County, Ryle versus Cooper. The district tournament is held at Connor in Hebron. Um, again, we we've had Connor at one or one and two. Uh, you know, kind of flip flopping throughout the season in our rankings. Um, Boone is obviously a solid team. Ryle and Cooper are also two very capable teams. It, Connor, we've talked about we talked about this before. Connor is definitely one or two in the region. It just it just depends on the day. However, they're 
susceptible to being beaten. They uh, recently lost to St. Henry a couple days ago, seven to four. They lost to Highlands eight, seven. Um, and, and I think peculiar fashion, I don't, I can't remember what, but I, th- I feel like I remember it happening in a weird way. Uh, they've lost to Cooper uh, in late April. They lost to Ryle in, in April 19, three to two. It, it looks like they can be beaten, but again, Connor is definitely capable of also winning the region. So, um, what do you guys see from that district? Do you see any potential upsets or do you think the Cougars kind of take care of business on their home field and go to regionals with a uh, district championship? Yeah, I, I think the home field advantage here is a big, big play here for Connor. That, that's absolutely massive for them. Obviously, they're probably the favorites coming in, but it, it's tight. I mean, based on RPI rankings, Ryle is uh, only two spots behind Connor and Cooper, as we've mentioned before, they can beat anybody on any given day. So I, I'm very interested in that Cooper versus Ryle first round game. I think that, that one's going to be very interesting. Ryle is playing pretty well. They've played one of the toughest schedules in the state up to this point. Uh, I saw that TJ Shira is pitching very well. Uh, he had two wins over two top 10 teams in the last week. So if he can keep up that performance, I don't know if he'll be pitching against Cooper Ryle, I know uh, Furtado might be pitching, but yeah, if, if Ryle gets to the championship, I, I think they would have a chance to beat them, but I, I have to go with Connor here, but I would take Connor versus Ryle in the championship. I'm going to go the same way with you, Adam, on this route. I think Connor will be playing Ryle in the championship after Connor's loss uh, to St. Henry. Uh, Connor actually bounced back against Campbell County, winning that game at Great American Ballpark, actually, with Caden Early actually hitting a home run into the left field seats, which was actually the second ever in the Reds High School Showcase. So, I mean, going into the districts, I think Connor has some momentum, while Ryle also has some momentum. So, I mean, it will be a good matchup to see who wins that, but I got Connor winning. Yeah, shout out to Caden Early for that. that. That's an all-time moment. Being able to hit a home run in your local major league ballpark as a high schooler, I can't even imagine how that feels. Like it, just playing there would be unbelievable. But to hit a home run at Great American Ballpark, that, that's got to be incredible. Only the second time in history, as you said. That, that's awesome. Who, who was the first one again? I, I'm not sure. Hmm. Might have, might have to dig that up because, yeah, that, that, was, that was super cool. And uh, you know, un- unfortunately, that probably is going to be the coolest moment to happen at that stadium um, for the foreseeable future. Sorry, I had to sneak that in there. But hey, this power, hey, power rankings dropped today and y'all are not 30th. Just, put, just saying, just saying. Um, it, unfortunately, you're 29th and my beloved nationals are 28th. So on hey. the rise. <laughs> of course, uh, moving on on the rise. Speaking of, we're rising up to the 34th district tournament. Uh, St. Henry taking on Lloyd and they're going to face the winner of Dixie Heights um, who, okay, let me, let me clarify that. Cause that could be confusing. Dixie Heights is going to play the winner of Villa and Ludlow. And then the winner of that will face St. Henry or Lloyd uh, district tournament is at Dixie Heights. This is, I think another district where I think it's easy to Eric. I say easy. It's, I don't want to discredit anybody, but I think there's a favorite or a favored or expected district championship matchup. Uh, and again, 
stop me if I'm wrong, but I think we're all predicting St. Henry to face Dixie Heights. Uh, another, just a classic kind of a classic 34th district uh, championship in pretty much all sports. But um, again, that's going to be a really interesting one. St. Henry playing well as of late, getting a couple big wins, beating Highlands, beating Connor, beating Highlands in spectacular fashion, coming back from six zero down in the bottom of the final inning. But guys, uh, exactly. That dude, BP getting a taste of uh, what St. Henry baseball is like, but last matchup was May 9th uh, at St. Henry Dixie Heights beat them 11 to seven. I I think it's uh, you know, we've talked about it. It's going to be, it's going to be such a good game, but what do you, what do you guys think? What are some, what are some early kind of, early, early kind of preview of that game. Um, assuming that both of you guys, again, think that the two are going to meet in the championship. With this uh, district champ, with this district, I think uh, St. Henry will be facing Dixie in this game. As uh, you mentioned earlier, Noah, Dixie actually this past week won 11 to seven. I was actually at that game, showed up a little late, so didn't get to report much on it. But from what I saw, uh, Dixie was hitting the crap out of the ball. Like, they were just putting the ball in play everywhere. And then uh, it got to the point where Dixie was up 11-0 to at one point, and then St. Henry pulled off a seven-run inning to start a, story, start a comeback that fell just short. So coming into this game, I think it will be a very close game, but with uh, presumably being uh, both uh, – Aces on the mound for St. Henry and Dixie. I think Logan Wilson at first Owen Eilerman will be the matchup. And I'm going to have to go St. Henry in this one, barely beaten Dixie in this game, but it will be a very good matchup. Yeah, that, that should be a very, very good game. I'm excited to see the outcome of that one, but I will have to go with uh, my dad's Dixie Colonels in that one over my St. Henry Crusaders. I, I just think that they've had the better season. They have more complete team. St. Henry's had a lot of injury problems this year, and I know they're starting to get healthy right now, but once you're in the district championship, you're already in regionals. I know it's a big game for seeding and everything, but they're already there. So I, I really like Dixie in this one. Uh, they're 22 and seven in the, on the year, 13 and five in the region undefeated in the district that they've just looked very, very impressive throughout the entire season. And that's why I'm going to have to go with Dixie in this one. Yeah, I think if there's uh, if if you look up the definition of dark horse team, uh, I think Dixie Heights in this year's regional tournament could be that. Um, we'll we'll talk more ne- on next week's episode when we preview the regional tournament. But I really think Dixie. Ha- I mean, we talked about Beachwood and Connor have been one and two the entire year. Pretty sure Dixie has been number three the entire year. I don't I don't know for certain if it has been every week, but they've basically been either three or around three the duration of the season. And I really think that they're kind of this, they're, they're consistent. And like Dylan said, I think if they're, if they have the ability to just keep putting the ball in play, it it almost just, it, it, it's just, again, I think that's what they do kind of well throughout this entire year. And I think that could be good in regional play and, or or obviously that will be good in regional play. And I think I have to agree with Adam. I I do think St. Henry can win. I think it's going to be a really close game. I just don't know what we're going to see from St. Henry. And I feel like with Dixie, we know what we're going to get. And I think I'm just going to have to go with Dixie winning that one. Moving on to the 35th district, uh, Covington Catholic will take on Holy Cross. The tournament is at CovCath. Um, Holmes already beat Cov Latin 12-0. Uh, 
in five innings. So Beachwood would take on Holmes. Um, again, I, I don't mean to keep assuming the, uh, the district championship, but I feel like Covcath and Beachwood are going to meet in the district championship, which could be a really, really enticing matchup. Um, guys, what are your thoughts on the region? Obviously, Beachwood is one of the region favorites. And we talked a little bit before the episode about Cuffcath being kind of a sneaky pick for the region. Um, obviously, talking about the coach's 20, uh, you know, win streak or streak of 20 win seasons. Again, what do you guys think of this uh, this district going into, going into it? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Cuffcath, as you mentioned, has been very up and down this year, but it seems like they're starting to hit their stride at the right time. They're, they're starting to come around and get it all together. It's taking longer than usual, but they're looking pretty solid right now. But Beachwood has just been an unstoppable force all year. And just as they were last year, the defending ninth region champions, they all a state runners up. I mean, they're a very, very good team. I mean, when you got Cameron Boyd leading off hitting 438 with 14 homers and that's your leadoff guy, like it, that that's one way to set a tone uh, in your lineup. And that's exactly what Cameron Boyd does. I mean, he, he has had an unbelievable season. He had a three homer game last week and he's just been absolutely tearing it up. So I, I think Beachwood's lineup is just going to be too much for Cubcalf. It could be a very, very good game because Cuffcath is playing well and they have the pitching to hang with them. But I, I just think Beachwood's lineup is too much to handle. So for this district matchup, I think Dixie will be facing Cuffcath in the 35th district championship game. But I think Beachwood will win this game with ease, led by Mitchell Berger, Bryce Eastep, and Cameron Boyd, who actually home runs on the year. And I just think Beachwood's pitching staff is much more dominant, has much more experience than Cuffcast level, who lost 99.9% of their starters last year, except for Will Burke and Jonathan Fitz. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be uh, Cuffcast Beachwood. I, I will give the edge to Beachwood. I just think it comes down to, I mean, pure talent, really. And uh, it's going to be a good one, and it'll be a good test for Cuffcast, kind of a litmus test to see where they're at heading into the regional tournament. Uh, but moving on, we have uh, the 36 districts Highlands taking on Bellevue, who is hosting the uh, tournament as well. And then those two will face the winner of Newport Central Catholic, who faces the winner of Dayton and Newport. So, again, uh, probably going to end up being Highlands versus NCC, another classic uh, district championship there. Where, what do you guys think about that? Um, me personally, I, I think Highlands is probably going to uh, edge that one out, but I think NCC also. NCC is a good team. I don't think it's uh, I don't I don't I don't think it'd be a surprise by any means if NCC pulls off the win against Highlands. Highlands sometimes a little bit inconsistent, but of course with inconsistent with the type of inconsistency, it's kind of like they they go from being one of the region's best teams to giving up seven runs in the bottom frame of an inning to lose a game. So what do you guys see from that district? I, I think it could be kind of like a fireworks type matchup. Yeah, th- this is. Arguably the most interesting uh, of the district championship matchups that we have. It, it's two very evenly matched teams with Newcath and Highlands. I, I really think this is anyone's game. Newcath won the regular season meeting at Highlands eight to seven, but that was on April 19th. So, I mean, it's been over a month and a half since these two teams have played. A lot of things have changed. I mean, Highlands, has played a very, very tough schedule this year, so they're prepared. It seems like they're starting to hit their stride, but Newcath's been a consistently solid team all year. Uh, but 
in this one, it, I think it's really cl- pretty close to a toss-up. But if I had to take one, I would probably go with Highlands just because of the experience that they have on their coaching staff. I, I just feel like they're going to do everything right. Coach Bioni knows what he's doing come tournament time, it, year after year. I mean, he all, he's always there. He always knows what buttons to push. I mean, he won the ninth region tournament four straight years. I, I don't know if anybody has done that in, in a long time. So, I mean, he, he is a tournament coach, and that's why I think I'm going to have to give Highlands the edge in this one. For this matchup, I'm going to have to go the same way with you, Adam. I'm going to go Highlands over NCC. And just to note, Highlands pitching staff has been very, very good lately. Uh, their first matchup against St. Henry on the season, they actually no-hit them. And then into the past uh, game this week also against Highlands and St. Henry, Highlands was no-hitting them again through six innings. And St. Henry pulled off immaculate comeback in the bottom of the seventh down, six to zero to win seven to six, led by Camden Fetters and his walk-off hit. It's going to be really interesting to see how that district shakes up. But like you said, um, Highlands has the coaching and the talent to do it. So it's just going to be a matter of if they can put it together and if they could string together a few wins. Because again, uh, we'll talk more on next week's episode, but regional tournament, man, they're going to be a dangerous team. Uh, just kind of wrapping things up, we'll, we'll finish with the 37th and 38th districts, but uh, 37th district at Kimball County. Uh, Kimball County takes on Calvary Christian and Bishop Brosser takes on Scott. Uh, I think it's safe to say Kimball County will defeat the Cougars of Calvary Christian uh, and go to the district championship. But Bishop Brosser versus Scott, uh, definitely a very intriguing matchup. Last time they played, uh, it was May 2nd. And Bishop Brossert won four to one in eight innings. Um, Brossert kind of went on a little bit of a losing streak shortly after that game. Uh, they dropped five straight before picking up a win on their last game of the season um, over Bryan Station. But it's definitely going to be interesting. Again, uh, Brossert versus Scott. That's kind of who it's kind of comes down to those two a lot of the times to see who takes on Campbell County. But um, Again, what do you what do you guys think? I know Brossert hung with Campbell County. They lost three to two, I believe it was. Um, yeah, three to two against Campbell County. Brossert, one one of the sneaky teams again um, in the tenth region, even. And um, Scott, again, when they played Campbell County, they lost ten to two. So it'll be interesting matchup wise to see if those two meet up in the uh, district championship. But guys, what do you think about in the thirty uh, seventh district that Brossert Scott matchup again looks to be the uh, big one as we head into the district semis yeah well uh, first off i'd like to give a quick shout out to the calvary christian cougars on a nice 20 and 11 record coming into the postseason 20 win season that's nothing to scoff at it's unfortunate that they have to play campbell county in the first round that that is very unfortunate because i think they could give brosser to scott a decent game but campbell county i mean the defending 10th region champions that that's that's a tough draw for calvary christian Mm-hmm. Yeah, so moving on to the Brossard Scott game. Scott, they've had a rough year. They've had a rough year, but they've battled. They have talent. Brossard has has been there in pretty much every game they've been in this year. They're 16 and 15 on the season. They they have some really high quality wins too. So that's why I give Brossard the edge in that game. And then in the championship, I, I think Brossard could give Campbell County the game. As you mentioned, they, it was a three to two win for Campbell County the lap, 
last time they played. So it was a very close game, and that was played at Campbell County. So this one will be at uh, – where's the 37th district held? Is it- Campbell County. Oh, so they'll be playing at Campbell County again, which is a rematch of the May 9th game where they won 3-2. to two. I'm sure the pitching matchups will be pretty similar because it seemed like both teams had their aces on the mound that day. Uh, I, I could see Brosser pulling off the upset here. I, I really could. They, they've had a very solid year, and their lineup can hit one through nine. They're, they're a strong team. I'm going to go the opposite way of you of Adam on this one. I'm going to take the same matchup in the championship. I think Brosser will edge out Scott, uh, as you were noting, uh, Brossard is 16 and 15 on the season, but if I recall, most of Brossard's game have actually been very close and they've been given everybody a very good competition. And then I think Campbell will just uh, get by Calvary Christian in that game. And then for the championship matchup, I think uh, Campbell County will edge out Brossard, but it will be a very good matchup in this game. Yeah, Dylan, I'm going to have to side with you. I think Campbell County gets it done. But, Adam, I do agree. I think I, I would not be shocked if Brossert pulls off the upset again. They lost 3-2 to two the last time they played. Uh, I, I think – I mean, obviously, you have the, you have the rivalry there. Um, I, you know, again, the, that Campbell County rivalry. But I, 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 I think, I think it, the opportunity is there, but I do have to side with Campbell County. Again, they, they know how to win the region, and they know how it starts with a statement in the district championship. Uh, last but certainly not least, uh, the 38th district, the only team we cover in there is Pendleton County. Uh, they take on Harrison County, and then the winner of those two takes on Nicholas County. Uh, Pendleton County coming in at 10 and 14. Um, they, they've, they've gone three and two in their last five games with wins over Holy Cross, Newport, and Newport again, but the second time was because of a forfeit. Uh, they also lost to Bishop Rossert five to two and to Nicholas County eleven to one. However, last time they played Harrison County, uh, they won nine to eight. So this could and but the one time before that, they lost fifteen nothing in five innings. So it's honestly, I guess it looks like it's going to be a toss up. But Harrison County also the number one team in the region record wise with a twenty four and seven record. Um, so again, it it looks like Harrison County is going to beat Pendleton County, but uh. What do, you, what do you guys think of that real quick before we wrap things up? Yeah, I'm going to have to go chalk on that one. Harrison County's had a very, very solid year. Uh, I'm going to have to go with them there. Yeah, I'm going to have to go the same way. I think Harrison County will edge out uh, Pendleton County in this game. All right, and that'll do it for our quick hit district preview. We'll be back next week when the regional tournament gets released with instant reactions to the bracket. Uh, we'll recap the district tournaments as well. Uh, guys, anything to say before we close out? Uh, very excited for this upcoming week and the next couple of weeks of postseason baseball. Uh, one of the best times of the year. Love to see everybody out at uh, Florence Y'all's, Flo- the Florence Y'all Park on Memorial Day for the kickoff of all the fun. Right. Thank you guys for listening, and we will all see you next time.